Hello and welcome back to the final presentation of A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. My name is Art and I've been your narrator uh, this month for this classic Christmas story. Reading the story and getting the feedback uh, that I've gotten from it, uh, this is going to be one of my favorite Christmas memories, I think. And I've been enjoying listening I don't want this to sound pompous or arrogant, but I've I really enjoyed listening to my reading. <laughs> but, you know, if I didn't enjoy it myself, I guess I wouldn't be doing it. So, but thank you all for your uh, kind words and encouragement uh, this Christmas season. Well, Christmas Day is almost here. Uh, this episode drops on December 23rd, and tomorrow is my favorite day of the year, Christmas Eve. Let's get back to our story. Poor Mr. Scrooge. He has seen the ghost of Christmas yet to come, and the future is bleak. It is dark. It is heartbreaking. When we last left him, he cried out and begged for a second chance. And here in Stave 5, the end of it, we'll find out what happens. As we wrap up the story and all of its characters. It is an equally sad heart that it's over, but a a glad one too, because this has been an incredibly fun journey. And I want to thank you all for coming along with me on it. And so now, one more time, let's cozy up next to the Christmas tree, turn on the Yule log, grab your eggnog, your favorite blanket, and settle in for our Christmas story. A Christmas Carol, Stave 5. The End of It. By Charles Dickens. Yes, and the bedpost was his own. The bed was his own. The room was his own. Best and happiest of all, the time before him was his own to make amends in. I will live in the past, the present, and the future, Scrooge repeated as he scrambled out of bed. The spirits of all three shall strive within me. Oh, Jacob Marley, heaven and the Christmas time be praised for this. I say it on my knees, old Jacob, on my knees. He was so fluttered and so glowing with his good intentions that his broken voice would scarcely answer to his call. He had been sobbing violently in his conflict with the spirit, and his face was wet with tears. They are not torn down, cried Scrooge, holding one of his bed curtains in his arms. They are not torn down, rings and all. They are here. I am here. The shadows of the things that would have been may be dispelled. They will be. I know they will. His hands were busy with his garments all this time, turning them inside out, putting them on upside down, tearing them, mislaying them, making them parties to every kind of extravagance. I don't know what to do, cried Scrooge, laughing and crying in the same breath, and making a perfect lacoon of himself with his stockings. I am as light as a feather. I am as happy as an angel. I am as merry as a schoolboy. I am as giddy as a drunken man. A merry Christmas to everybody. A happy new year to all the world. Hello here. Whoop. Hello. He had frisked into the sitting room and was now standing there perfectly winded. 
there's the saucepan that the gruel was in, cried Scrooge, starting off again and going round the first place. There's the door by which the ghost of Jacob Marley entered. There's the corner where the ghost of Christmas present sat. There's the window where I saw the wandering spirits. It's all right. It's all true. It all happened. <laughs> really, for a man who had been out of practice for so many years, it was a splendid laugh. A most illustrious laugh. The father of a long, long line of brilliant laughs. I don't know what day of the month it is, said Scrooge. I don't know how long I have been among the spirits. I don't know anything. I'm quite a baby. Never mind. I don't care. I'd rather be a baby. Hello! Whoop! Hello here! He was checked in his transports by the churches ringing out the lustiest peals he had ever heard. Clash! Clash! Hammer! Ding! Dong! Bell! Bell! Dong! Ding! Hammer! Clang! Clash! Oh, glorious! Glorious! Running to the window, he opened it and put out his head. No fog, no mist, clear, bright, jovial, stirring, cold. Cold, piping for the blood to dance to. Golden sunlight, heavenly sky, sweet, fresh air, merry bells. Oh, glorious, glorious. What's today? cried Scrooge, calling downward to a boy in Sunday clothes, who perhaps had loitered in to look about him. Eh? returned the boy, with all his might of wonder. What's today, my fine fellow? said Scrooge. Today? replied the boy. Why, Christmas Day? It's Christmas Day, said Scrooge to himself. I haven't missed it. The spirits have done it all in one night. They can do anything they like. Of course they can. Of course they can. Uh, uh, hello, my fine fellow. Hello, returned the boy. Do you know the poulterers in the next street but one at the corner? Scrooge inquired. I should hope I did, replied the lad. An intelligent boy, said Scrooge. A remarkable boy. Do you know whether they've sold the prized turkey that was hanging up there? Not the little prized turkey, the big one. What, the one as big as me, returned the boy. What a delightful boy, said Scrooge. It's a pleasure to talk to him. Yes, my buck. It's hanging there now, replied the boy. Is it? said Scrooge. Go and buy it. Walk there, exclaimed the boy. No, no, said Scrooge. I am in earnest. Go and buy it. And tell him to bring it here, that I may give them the directions where to take it. Come back with the man, and I'll give you a shilling. Come back with him in less than five minutes, and I'll give you half a crown. The boy was off like a shot. He must have had a steady hand at the trigger who could have got a shot off half so fast. I'll send it to Bob Cratchit's, whispered Scrooge, rubbing his hands and splitting with a laugh. He shan't know who sends it. It's twice the size of Tiny Tim. Joe Miller never made such a joke as sending it to Bob's will be. The hand in which he wrote the address was not a steady one, but write it he did somehow, and went downstairs to open the street door, ready for the coming of the poulterer's man. As he stood there, waiting his arrival, the knocker caught his eye. I shall love it as long as I live, cried Scrooge, patting it with his hand. I scarcely ever looked at it before. What an honest expression it has in its face. It's a wonderful knocker. Oh, here's the turkey. Hello, whoop, how are you? Merry Christmas. It was a turkey. He never could have stood upon his legs, that bird. He would have snapped him short off in a minute 
like sticks of sealing wax. Why, it's impossible to carry that to Camden Town, said Scrooge. You must have a cab. The chuckle with which he said this, and the chuckle with which he paid for the turkey, and the chuckle with which he paid for the cab, and the chuckle with which he recompensed the boy, were only to be exceeded by the chuckle with which he sat down breathless in his chair again and chuckled till he cried. Shaving was not an easy task, for his hand continued to shake very much. And shaving requires attention, even when you don't dance while you are at it. But if he had cut the end of his nose off, he would have put a piece of sticking plaster over it and been quite satisfied. He dressed himself all in his best, and at last got out into the streets. The people were by this time pouring forth, as he had seen them with the ghost of Christmas present. And walking with his hands behind him, Scrooge regarded everyone with a delighted smile. He looked so irresistibly pleasant, in a word, that three or four good-humored fellows said, Good morning, sir! A Merry Christmas to you! And Scrooge said often afterwards that of all the blithe sounds he had ever heard, those were the blithest in his ears. He had not gone far when, coming on towards him, he beheld the portly gentleman who had walked into his counting-house the day before, and said, Scrooge and Marley's, I believe. It sent a pang across his heart to think how this old gentleman would look upon him when they met. But he knew what path lay straight before him, and he took it. My dear sir, said Scrooge, quickening his pace, and taking the old gentleman by both his hands, how do you do? I hope you succeeded yesterday. It was very kind of you. A Merry Christmas to you, sir. Uh, Mr. Scrooge? Yes, said Scrooge, that is my name, and I fear it may not be pleasant to you. Allow me to ask your pardon. And will you have the goodness... Uh... And here Scrooge whispered in his ear, Lord bless me, cried the gentleman, as if his breath were taken away. My dear Mr. Scrooge, are you serious? If you please, said Scrooge, not a farthing less. A great many back payments are included in it, I assure you. Will you do me that favor? My dear sir, said the other, shaking hands with him, I don't know what to say to such a munific- Don't say anything, please, retorted Scrooge. Come and see me. Will you come and see me? I will, cried the old gentleman, and it was clear he meant to do it. I will. Thank ye, said Scrooge. I am much obliged to you. I thank you fifty times. Bless you. He went to church and walked about the streets and watched the people hurrying to and fro and patted the children on the head, and questioned beggars, and looked down into the kitchens of houses, and up to the windows, and found that everything could yield him pleasure. He had never dreamed that any walk, that anything, could give him so much happiness. In the afternoon he turned his steps towards his nephew's house. He passed the door a dozen times before he had the courage to go up and knock, but he made a dash and did it. Is your master at home, my dear? Said Scrooge to the girl. Nice girl, very. Uh, yes, sir. Where is he, my love? Said Scrooge. He's in the dining room, sir, along with the mistress. I'll show you upstairs, if you please. Thank ye. He knows me, said Scrooge, with his hand already on the dining room lock. I'll go in here, my dear. He turned it gently and sidled his face in round the door. They were looking at the table, which was spread out in great array. For these young housekeepers are always nervous on such points, and like to see that everything is right. Fred, said Scrooge, 
dear heart alive how his niece by marriage started. Scrooge had forgotten, for the moment, about her sitting in the corner with the footstool, or he wouldn't have done it on any account. Why, bless my soul, cried Fred, who's that? It's I, your Uncle Scrooge. I have come to dinner. Will you, will you let me in, Fred? Let him in. It is a mercy he didn't shake his arm off. He was at home in five minutes. Nothing could be hardier. His niece looked just the same. So did Topper when he came. So did the plump sister when she came. So did everyone when they came. Wonderful party. Wonderful games. Wonderful unanimity. Wonderful happiness. But he was early at the office next morning. Oh, he was early there. If he could only be there first and catch Bob Cratchit coming late. That was the thing he had set his heart upon. And he did it. Yes, he did. The clock struck nine. No Bob. A quarter past. No Bob. He was full 18 minutes and a half behind his time. Scrooge sat with his door wide open that he might see him come into the tank. His hat was off before he opened the door, his comforter too. He was on his stool in a jiffy, driving away with his pen as if he were trying to overtake nine o'clock. Hello, growled Scrooge in his accustomed voice as near as he could feign it. What do you mean by coming here at this time of day? I am very sorry, sir, said Bob. I am behind my time. You are? repeated Scrooge. Yes, I think you are. Step this way, sir, if you please. It's only once a year, sir, pleaded Bob, appearing from the tank. It shall not be repeated. I was making rather merry yesterday, sir. Now I'll tell you what, my friend, said Scrooge. I am not going to stand this sort of thing any longer. And therefore, he continued, leaping from his stool and giving Bob such a dig in the waistcoat that he staggered back into the tank again, and therefore, I am about to raise your salary. <laughs> Bob trembled and got a little nearer to the ruler. He had a momentary idea of knocking Scrooge down with it, holding him and calling to the people in the court for help in a straight waistcoat. <laughs> a Merry Christmas, Bob, said Scrooge, with an earnestness that could not be mistaken as he clapped him on the back. A Merrier Christmas, Bob, my good fellow that I have given you for many a year. I'll raise your salary and endeavor to assist your struggling family, and we will discuss your affairs this very afternoon over a Christmas bowl of smoking bishop, Bob. Make up the fires and buy another coal scuttle before you dot another eye, Bob Cratchit. Scrooge was better than his word. He did it all and infinitely more. And to Tiny Tim, who did not die, he was a second father. He became as good a friend, as good a master, and as good a man as the good old city knew, or any other good old city, town, or borough in the good old world. Some people laughed to see the alteration in him, but he let them laugh, and little heeded them, for he was wise enough to know that nothing ever happened on this globe, for good, at which some people did not have their fill of laughter in the outset. And knowing that such as these would be blind anyway, he thought it quite as well that they should wrinkle up their eyes and grins as have the malady in less attractive forms. 
his own heart laughed, and that was quite enough for him. He had no further intercourse with spirits, but lived upon the total abstinence principle ever afterwards. And it was always said of him that he knew how to keep Christmas well, if any man alive possessed the knowledge. May that be truly said of us and all of us. And so, as Tiny Tim observed, God bless us, every one. The End Beautiful story. One that challenges us all to be better, to do better, to share those blessings that we've been given. To help those in need. To show genuine charity. And if there's something I've been learning this year, this past couple of years, it's the importance of, of demonstrating love and compassion and empathy to those who are hurting. Whether they agree with us politically or not, or um, our religious beliefs are the same or not, it doesn't matter. We ought to treat them with dignity and respect and with love. And we can use our creativity, our, our creativeness to our ability to tell stories. We can use these things. Um, perhaps it's money. Perhaps it's time. Perhaps it's the ability to tell a story. We can use those things to share the light. And, and that's a message, I hope, no matter what you believe, that we can agree on. And now a message from some of us here at the Christmas Podcast Network. Season's greetings from the Christmas Creeps Podcast. This is Joseph Wade wishing everyone a happy holidays, a merry Christmas, a pleasant life day, and a happy and safe new year. Hello, this is Art from A Cozy Christmas Podcast. And I'm wishing you and yours a very merry Christmas. Well, hello, everybody. This is Todd from Christmas Clatter, and I hope you're having a very Merry Christmas. I hope you're having some great time with your family, friends, your loved ones. Stay healthy and well out there, and may the peace of the holidays be with you. And remember, today and every day, keep Christmas hope alive. Merry Christmas. Hi everyone, Dwayne here, formerly of the Tinsel Tunes podcast and now from the Townsend Lights Facebook page and the Dwayne the Bearded Drummer YouTube channel. I just want to wish everyone a very Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year. I wish everyone best for 2022 and I hope that going forward everyone stays happy, stays positive, looks after everyone and as I used to say on the podcast, be excellent to each other and rock on. Hey, Ray, it's Mike from the Snow and Southtown Christmas podcast and the Christmas story band Ralphie's Red Riders. I uh, just wanted to say we've been having a lot of fun podcasting, but also having a lot of fun listening to all the other podcasts. 
Uh, you guys make Christmas a lot of fun. And so we just wanted to say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And we're looking forward to 2022. See you guys next year. Hey guys, this is Chris Kringle from Kringle Talks Christmas, wishing you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hey everybody, my name is Jeff from the Lost Christmas Podcast, and I absolutely love Christmas. I wanted to say a very Merry Merry Christmas to all of you out there, and a Happy New Year. I hope you have a wonderful holiday season, and Merry Christmas, y'all. Hi, this is Kim from Planning for Christmas Podcast, and I just want to wish you all a Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year. Hello, this is Adam from the Merry Britsmas Podcast the podcast that covers all things Christmas from a British perspective. I wanted to wish you all a very happy Christmas and potentially a very happy Boxing Day if you'd like to try out something a bit different and a bit British this Christmas, where the whole of Britain just chills out, eats the leftovers and watches lots of TV and film. So try a British Christmas this year by watching the Royal Family, eating some mince pies and listening to some Slade. Merry Christmas. Hi, this is Ken from The Sounds of Christmas, the station and the podcast. I'm sure I'm not the first to say this to you, but Merry Christmas. Hope you and yours have a wonderful holiday and a terrific 2022. And may you always believe in Santa Claus. Hello, everyone. This is Matt from the TGI podcast. And I just wanted to wish you and yours a very, very Merry Christmas. Hello. This is Lasse Vogt from the It's a 90s Christmas podcast. I, together with Liar Press, wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and a very Happy New Year. Hi, this is Scott from Holly Jolly Xmasu, your podcast destination for Japanese Christmas music. Wishing everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I'm Robin. I'm Juno. We're from I'm Not Complaining with Robin and Juno's podcast. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Oi, what are you two doing in here? Get, get away from Nothing. my microphone. Get away from my Nothing. microphone. Clear off, both of you. Clear no. off. No, I'll do some recording. Get out of here. No. Hi, I'm Jack from the Total Christmas Podcast. I want to wish everybody a wonderful Christmas and a Happy New Year. All the best for 2022. Yours sincerely, Jack. P.S. Did I already say Merry Christmas? Oh yes I did, yeah, that was that was the whole thing, wasn't it? That was the main thing. Okay, I'm off now. Bye! Bye. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Chris from the Christmas Time the City Podcast. Wishing everyone a very Merry Christmas. And a happy new year. This is Mike Westfall from the warming glow of the Advent Calendar House, wishing you and everyone you love a Merry Christmas and best wishes for a happier, healthier new year. Hi, this is Tim Babb from the Can't Wait for Christmas podcast, wishing you a Christmas filled with family, friends, food, joy, love, movies, music, and a new year filled with all the things you love, especially for those things you love, our Christmas podcasts. Merry Christmas, everybody. This is Sean from the Christmas podcast podcast, wishing you a very Merry Christmas and a very happy new year. I hope 2022 becomes one of the best years you've had in recent history. Merry Christmas, everybody. Stay safe, and I'll see you at the Shispering Pines. Hello, this is Scarlett. And this is Lonnie from the Netflix Miss Podcast. Wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're good.
Hey, Jerry, is this on? Oh, oh, start. Hello, everybody. This is Manny from Feliz Christmas and Merry Navidad. Wishing everybody listening to this wonderful episode a very Merry Christmas, a Feliz Navidad, and I'm sharing all my blessings and sending all my blessings your way. So for now, Feliz Christmas, Merry Navidad. Hello, everyone. I'm Charlene from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I hope you all had the best holiday season spent with family and the people that mean the most to you. Love and Christmas lights, baking and Christmas movies from my family to yours. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. I'm Wayne from the Christmas Alphabet Podcast and I want to wish you a very happy Christmas and many, many blessings for 2022 and a happy new year. Hey everyone, I'm Anthony. I'm Julia. And I'm Tom. And we're the elves from Tis the Podcast. And we're here to thank you for making this year a little jollier and a little brighter. And to wish you and yours a very... Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! And a Happy New Year! Hi, this is Marty from Lit for Christmas, and I'm lifting my glass in a toast to all of you. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Amanda and myself. And remember, it's not Christmas without some Christmas spirits. Cheers! Merry Monday, everyone! This is Robert from the Behind the Bells podcast, the weekly show that dives into the world of Christmas movies and television specials, wanting to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hello, this is Glenn Warren, the host of the Season's Eatings podcast. As we gather around the table this holiday season, I want to wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas and a happy and safe and prosperous new year. What's up, dudes? This is Jerry D., the host of the Totally Rad Christmas Podcast, the podcast that talks all things Christmas in the 80s. I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Totally Rad New Year. Later, dudes. I didn't want Christmas Eve to pass just without saying thank you again to everyone. Uh, today, if all things, if everything goes well, we're going to have plenty of goodies, eat far too many cookies. We might watch a Christmas movie, uh, although we haven't done a lot of that this year, and that's been okay. It's just been nice. After the kids go to bed tonight, uh, we'll finish up a couple of presents we have to wrap up. My wife and I are going to settle down around the, the fondue pot and fry little chunks of meat in hot grease, as is our Christmas Eve tradition and listen to some relaxing music and just enjoy taking a moment to to breathe to laugh about the year about reflect on all of the changes that have happened this year we might even make some plans for the new year christmas eve tonight is my favorite time of year all the anticipation since december 26th of last year has led up to this day and i want to Relax and rest and enjoy this Christmas Eve. And so we do that. Uh, we've gone out caroling 
We've bought each other presents. We've wrapped them carefully, put them under the Christmas tree. Uh, our kids are all tucked snug in their beds while visions of sugar plums dance in their head. Our, our pet parakeet, he's uh, tucked in for the night. He's got a little stocking that uh, will have a couple little parakeet treats in it in the morning from Santa. Uh, my son's pet turtle also has a stocking out and he is very anxiously awaiting to see what Santa turtle will bring him. Just, you know, it's going to be, I think, a calm and cozy Christmas. I I'm hoping. There's a lot on our plates already as we finish out this year, but I'm so grateful for these days that uh, I'll be able to spend with my family. And I'm so grateful that through this technology, I can be a part of your Christmas celebrations, whether it's on the day itself or the week after or the months after. Uh, the fact that you invite me into your celebrations through this podcast, that means the world to me. And I don't know if I have the words to express my gratitude uh, to you, my listeners, but thank you so much let me know how you spend Christmas Eve and how your Christmas Eve was this year. What are your traditions? What are your celebrations? What do you do for Christmas Eve? You can find me at CozyChristmasPodcast at gmail.com. And so, until tomorrow, you and your family have a very Merry Christmas, and God bless us, everyone.